So what you want to do is you want to chuck an egg in there, a stick of butter, another egg, flatten the bap and then sprinkle a head full of pepper on it. More, more, yep, more, that's it, yep, another head, right, salt! Whack a baby of melon in the mix on your right, even at the time, yep, get a ruler, 30, 35 mm, mm, millimeters, mm. Get your phone out and chuck it across the room. We won't be needing it. Crack open an egg, make a fist, add some oil, more, more. Right, where's the fish? Okay, let's swelter it. Stick it in a jumper. Little prayer, hands together. Yep, and add another egg. This time boil it, but not for too long. Yep, that's enough. Crack it, mix it in with the butter. Now, finally, add a carton of milk. And that's it, we're done. Beautiful. And now, the most important bit. Get your laughing gear around that. Go on, stick it in. I don't want to. Put it in your mouth. I believe that all people from Coventry are bastards. Mm, Okay. And yet, I keep finding myself there. Do you know why you so often find yourself in Coventry? No, I don't. It's like I'm cursed or something. Catherine, I want you to imagine your typical day, okay? Okay. You're leaving the house. Where are you heading? I'm taking the A444. The A444? Yes. And that would be... The road to Coventry. The road to Coventry, yes. In fact, you've been five times this week, haven't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's it. What do you mean? That's why you end up in Coventry. It's because you drive there. I don't understand. Hmm. Okay. Let me try this. What is your issue? Well, that I end up in Coventry. Mm-hmm. And how do you get there? In the car. That's right. And this isn't a self-driving car, is it? No. You're in control of the car. Well, I'd like to think so, yes. So your outcome perfectly matches your trajectory? Perhaps. You know, Sartre believes we're responsible for our outcomes. He offers no excuses to whatever position you find yourself in life. It's not something I subscribe to. I was kept in a basement as a child. God. But you know, my brother-in-law's from Coventry and, well, he's really rather a nice chap. Yes, I'm sure he appears that way. They always do until they stab you in the back. They're all the same. Catherine, where would you be without the jet engine? What? Well, that came from Coventry. Have you seen the pies they sell there? Yes, they're pathetic. A lot of people like those pies. Not me. Have you tried the pies, Catherine? No. Try the pies, Catherine. But they'll be... Try the pies. Temper my balls. Ah, temper them. Temper temper my balls. Go on. Go on, fill the hatch. Fill the hatch! Oh, go on. Open the door. Open my door, for God's sake. Talking dirty makes you feel... Actually, quite uncomfortable, doesn't it? Terry Christian, you were right!
We, the great British public, just want to say sorry. Huh? We should have listened. What's this about? Everything. Everything you said was true. Forgive us. We have come to our senses. Oh, Terry, I used to despise you. But now, I renamed my son Christian. You could say it's his Christian name. Well, Tar, very much. Terry Christian told me to check my liver. So I did. And it was fine. Thanks, Terry. Godspeed. Terry said the pound had tanked. I looked and it had. Right again. Diamonds, big and stando. You're up there with the greats, Mr. Christian. Thank you, Mr. Christian. I played Terry at Bogdan Snooker Club and he gave me a 30-point head start and he ordered me a crab salad. Your generosity, Terry, knows no bounds. All the best, son. Hey, if it hadn't been for Terry, we'd have been voting for Brexit. Just addressing the elephant in the room. Well, yeah, I mean, we did anyway, but... Terry told me we should do away with the armed forces. I didn't say that. He said he hates our soldiers. Hey, now, hold on. Terry said, if you want a coloured for a neighbour, vote Labour. No. So I voted Labour. Five months later, the colour moves in. I was quoting the Tory leaflet. He was right. Ugh. Terry told me to visit my local constituency and carry out whatever my heart desires. I didn't, honestly. So I punched Nadine Doris in the ovaries. Well, that's not too bad. He told me it wasn't enough. Damn lies, all of it. <laughs> Christian name. <laughs> what? On behalf of the country, Terry Christian, you were right. Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Robertson. Please call me Nathan. Please, Nathan, take a seat. Thanks. Okay. So, just so you know, we've had many candidates apply for this role, and I'll be honest with you, it's a quick process. So, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, I'll get a sense of who you are as a person, and we'll go from there. How does that sound? Great. Yeah, sure. Thank you for explaining. Not a problem. Okay, so, first question. It's an easy one. Why do you want to become a pirate? Because I'm a pirate. Okay. I'm sorry. I missed that up, didn't I? Relax, Nathan, it's fine. Well, I tried to relax before the interview by playing some card games, but I couldn't because the captain was standing on the deck. I'll be honest with you, Nathan. You sound a bit stressed. Well, he may have been my manager, but he was really taking the pee. And when you do that to a pirate, they become irate. So, you're already a pirate? Oh, yes. My favourite type of music is rum and bass. And my favourite part of any song is the hook. How are your maths and literacy skills? Maths? Totally five. Literacy? Not so much, but there's a reason for it. Which is? Well, because when we was learning the alphabet at pirate school, I ended up spending years at sea. Nobody would help me. We'll be in touch, Mr Robertson. Are you sure? Quite sure. Good evening, sir. Ah, yes, good evening. Uh, could I get a menu, please? Uh, yes, but I must inquire, sir, as to why you're wearing a hat. Well, I, I just feel comfortable wearing it, so 
Yes, but sir, we have a policy. Unless you're medically exempt, there is no headwear to be worn at the table. Yes, I really would prefer to keep the hat on, thank you. Now listen, I'm asking you kindly, please remove your hat. Look, I, I, I assure you, it's not only in my best interest to keep the hat on, it's in yours and the other guests too. If you don't remove the hat, then I will have to ask you to leave. Please, I just want to eat at a restaurant. You don't understand what you ask of me. Sir, I will ask you one more time. Remove the hat or you will be escorted out. Oh, fine. I will remove the hat. But don't say I didn't warn you. Just take off the hat. <sighs> oh, God, no! Security, phone the police! Oh, relax, I'm not him. I'm not Ian Huntley. I just look exactly like him, okay? Leave my children alone! What children? I'm not him! Look! Look, I'll put my hat back on! See? You look nothing like him! I know, it's because I'm wearing the hat! Look! Hat off! Oh, God have mercy! Hat on! I, I don't understand! Oh, I only look like Ian Huntley with my hat off! Oh, no, sir! Please, just put the hat back on! Fine. Now do you get it? Yes, yes, just uh, just keep the hat on. I'll get you a menu straight away and a free bottle of wine. Oh, thank you, thank you. Security, cancel the phone call. It's not Ian Huntley. Well, you know, let me put it this way, man. Did you know that when you bite the inside of your mouth and a bump comes up, a fly in Egypt dies? Whoa, that's true? Hey, what's my name? C.B. Delton. Sure as hell is, and it's as true as that. And did you know that when you look up, an alien is always looking down? Like, we have these kind of doubles watching us on their TVs and shit, and anything we do, they have to do the opposite, right? kind of fucks with a space-time continuum. Right. And I'll tell you another thing. If, if you speak to a lion in French, it'll spontaneously combust. That's why there's no lion in France. Well, uh, what about the African countries where they speak French? That's what happens. I, I've seen videos of this shit, man. Wait a second, man. Are you just, like, making this stuff up? No, man. Well, where's your proof? Don't need proof, man. It's overrated. Okay, well, you have a new book out. What's it called? The book? The book's named after me, Crazy Boy Delton. It's called Crazy Boy Delton Invest. Okay, well, thanks for being on the pod. Well, that was uh, interesting. And here's another one for you, John. Here's another what? There's no need to thank me. I wasn't even on the pod. You weren't what? I wasn't on the podcast, man. What do you mean? Man, I, I mean I wasn't here. Well, you're gonna have a hard time convincing me of that one. Not my job, man. Okay, well, can you leave? We've been off air since you promoted your book and Graham Hancock's in the lobby. Listen, man, I hear you. You want to get on with your own shit, but listen, if I'm not here, I can't leave. Right, that's it. Martin, can you come in here for a sec? Yeah, John? Can you tell this... Wait, wh where'd he go? Where did who go? C.B. Delton. C.B. Delton is next week. We're not recording today. You're kidding. I'm not kidding, John. Why would I be kidding? I'm losing it, Martin. 
I'm losing it. Well, we have done more interviews than there are stars in the galaxy. I know, but I shouldn't be hallucinating this shit. Maybe we could do a part on it. Martin, that's a great idea. She's probably had more awakenings on the milkman oh, at six o'clock shush. in the morning. She's talking to a clairvoyant. This is it. Or oh, tell her about her uncle. Don't tell her about We're Jeff. Receiving something now. Um, Jeff. All right. I'm getting a J or a G. Yeah, yeah. It's Jeff. A J or a G. D- does that mean anything, lovely? No, yeah, that sounds interesting. Jeff. So Jeff. Describe the wonders of the afterlife. No, she won't be interested in that. Not interested? Why would she not want to know what happens when she dies? No, I think I'll give her some sage advice. Something else. Um, clairvoyant. Tell her she needs to let go of the past and keep her head up high. She, she's telling you to let go of the past and keep your head up high. Oh, how come he heard every word of that and he couldn't make out Jeff? It's the interference. It's probably you gabbing on. Bollocks! Tell her there's a species living under Scotland Yard and they do shifts spinning the sign. Oh, Graham, she doesn't want to know about that. Right, we'll wait to see if your mother has anything more to say. Elvis shot JFK! Oh, shut up, no. Um, tell Claire I had a bad knee. Oh, what? Did your mum have a bad knee? Yes, 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 I remember she did, yes. Why are you telling her that? I'm reminding her. Claire, I'm going to reach out to your mother one more time. Right, let her know she's the supreme consciousness of God. No. There's a pair of brass boxes buried in Giza. Give her the coordinates. Graham. Uh, Tell her to invent infrared glasses that show where you've not covered the emulsion on the wall. If she doesn't do it, someone else will. Bye. What? I'm getting the number five. Five children. Um, I have four siblings. She knows how many siblings she's got. Why are you reminding her of that? Graham, you're ruining this. Go and fly around for a bit. Oh, that's boring. Dial up club call then. It's a free line up here. The transfer window shut. What's the point? Tell her her father's still a moaning git. Was your father a bit of a grump, dear? He was, yes. Hello, and welcome to a new you. A you that's in control. That knows what he, she, they, it, Ryan, if if your name is Ryan, what Ryan wants. Does Ryan want an ice cream? No, he doesn't. He wants a nice bit of fish. And why not? But remember to make sure that you clean the fish beforehand, because otherwise germs will appear. Jams, jams, jams. Sick, sick, sick. We don't want to get sick now, do we? Sickness decreases productivity and brings us down. In fact, it actually costs the UK around £77.5 billion, which is actually quite a lot of money. Uh, That figure comes from a survey in The Economist magazine. 
in which it says the sickness-related absences and presenteeism uh, costing the UK economy £77.5 billion a year. Uh, perhaps most worryingly, uh, this is a figure that has grown by 6.2% since last year when it was calculated to be costing us £73 billion a year. Of course, this is before coronavirus and Covid. Where are the world's best English speakers? A newly updated index ranks proficiency around the world. Sorry, that seems to be a separate article. Think, think, think about a better you. A smiling you, a smirking you, a silly you, but not too silly. You don't want to be known as a clown, unless you are one, in which case it's probably for the best. It's in you to change. It's in you to be happy. Turn that frown upside down. If you can though, obviously, I mean that metaphorically. And actually, if you're in a scenario where it's not good form to smile, then obviously don't. It really wouldn't be appropriate to smile at a funeral, even if the word fun is in the word funeral. Breathe. Live. Laugh. Love. Love me. And by me, I mean you here, yourself. Love yourself. Accept yourself. Be yourself. Welcome back to Life Stories. I'm with musician Lawrence Alexander. Lawrence, our previous guest touched on some of the secret exploits of some of the leading British figures throughout the years. And I know that you wanted to reveal your own experience, didn't you? Yes, I was fucked up the arse by Andy Crane. Okay, um, sorry, apologies to our listeners. Uh, If if we could restrain the language. You were assaulted, weren't you? Well, that's one way of putting it, yeah. Right, and what, this was in the... Broom cupboard, I, I guess. No, in the green room. Okay, and and I guess that left you quite traumatised. Yes, I could barely walk for the next week. Yeah, okay, but emotionally, how did you feel? Well, if you want to get personal, I was ecstatic. So you were ecstatic. Is that a problem? And sorry, how old were you at the time? I'm fifty-six. No, no, at the time. When did this take place? February. February of this year? Yes. So you weren't assaulted? Assaulted? Buggered senseless? What would you prefer I call it? Yeah, but was this a mutual meeting? Yes. So let me get this straight. You've come forward to say you had a mutual sexual encounter with Andy Crane. No, I came forward to talk about my new album. You brought up sexual encounters with celebrities. There's mine. I've lost my job, you know. Have you? Yep. They're telling me from the earpiece. Oh. Naive, too trusting the saying. How's, how's, how's that for I He waits. Back curved. Struggling to position himself properly on his work chair. He looks down. And he waits. And he waits. And his wife still isn't home. He's alone.
she's working late. So he waits, and he waits, and he waits. I'm sick of this waiting, he says. I'm going to stick an episode of the Limoncello podcast on and have a bath. And so he does. Excuse me, can you just hold off for a minute? What? Sorry, who are you? You're on your own. Yeah, I'm practising. Yeah, that's a lot of bowls you're bowling. Uh, yes, and I'm in a routine, so if you don't mind... Hold on, hold on. It's just quite a lot of bowls consecutively. Uh, so? So you've been flagged up on the system. I've been what? Everything's fine. I just need to make sure you're a human. Sorry, what, a human? What? It's a formality, I promise you. What, sorry, do do you think I'm, what, a robot? Well... Why would a robot be on a bowling alley? Well, there's a robot at the end of a lane picking up your pins, isn't there? So, I'm going to show you a picture, and I want you to identify the traffic lights. Are you serious? Just point out the traffic lights. Jesus, there and there. Great. Right. Okay, and now some bicycles? What? No, you said a picture, that's it! Yeah, we just want to make sure... Just pick out the bikes and you'll be bowling in no time. In your own time. There and two more there. Right. Okay. And some more bicycles? You're having me on. Nearly done. Christ. There, there and there. Ooh. What what do you mean, ooh? Nothing. Is is that what you're choosing? Yes. No, I, I don't know. The bike... Tire things overlap in a square. Does, does, does that count? I can't say. But it's not clear. Surely you can inform me of the rules. I just don't have the jurisdiction. Well, I don't know then. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Part of the bike is in the square. All right. Fire hydrants. Whoa, whoa. Was I right? I can't say. But you've gone on a fire hydrant. Does, does that mean I got it wrong? Or is there just more or what? You're nearly there. No, I'm sorry, you're insulting my intelligence now. I don't want to do this anymore. Just the fire hydrants. Just the fire hydrants, really? How do I know you're not just going to carry on? I mean, where does this end? Are you just going to keep showing me pictures? I mean, what's next? What? Spot the cavities? Eh? Pick up the sun reader on a Stena cruise line? I mean... Please, sir. I don't know. There and there. That'll do. Thank you. Whoa, hang on. What? Was I right? Enjoy your bowling. Oh, hang on, I didn't try on that last one. How did you know? Hey, get back, I've not finished with you. Oh, hey there, Joe. Would you like to see my stamp collection? Yes, a stamp collection? I'd love to see it, yes, please. There you go. You dickhead. The Limoncello Podcast is with you. We feel the same way you do. About war, famine and inequality. These things just have to stop. That's why we've partnered with charity organization One and will be donating a share of our profits from this month's episode of the Limoncella podcast. And we've even promised to double our donation for every unique visitor we get to the website. Our website again, for those who aren't aware, is www.humorsyndicate.com. So if you care about people, if you want to save someone's life, visit our website. Watch all of our videos, like 
comment and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter, send us a tweet, like our Insta page and TikTok to show that you really care.
the Limoncello podcast. Stalk us on Twitter or on Facebook at Humor Syndicate. From humorsyndicate.com.